Drop the subject. The new Channel Q. Drop the subject has officially begun with Allie Johnson and who is it? Who's behind that mic? Oh, uh, uh, it, it's a little comedian named Justin Martin. <laughs> Hi, everyone. Good morning. Happy Monday, Allie. Happy Monday. I know that a lot of people are groggy today. It's- no. Yes, you are. A little bit. I am too. <laughs> I know. It's okay. We can be honest about it. We yeah. lost a, an hour of our lives yesterday. And it, I realized yesterday when I was getting... <laughs> I, I, you said that so dramatically. <laughs> we lost an hour of our lives. But we are going to get it back come well. fall. We're bo- on borrowed time. And um, uh, yesterday I was checking my Instagram eventually and I noticed I was getting tagged in all of these things. And I was like, what the hell's going on? Is there, Why is everyone tagging me in things? Because I'm, I'm not a frequently tagged person. You might come as, as a surprise to you. Really? Yeah. But I, rec- I realized that I was getting, quote, recognized for International Women's Day. Oh, And I was yeah. going, oh. Yeah, and you know what? I I don't want to be a downer starting well, on a, on a week like this where a lot of people are kind of down already. But I I feel like International Women's Day it, it's a day where people are just kind of posting and being like, "I'm thankful for this person," and you're like, "That's great." <clears throat> I would love a sale. I know how oh, we're... Oh, like a BOGO? Yes. I would just love a little pandering. Mm-hmm. I know we all co- complain about pandering, you know, like we did last year for Pride. I'm okay with a little pandering. If I could just have maybe a 50 per- or a 30% off for women's stuff, or maybe one day, you know, on March 8th, we all get to spend less than men spend on oh, clothes. Oh, no, that's not going to happen. Uh, yeah. Sorry. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You maybe get a little paid more on a Sunday? Oh, wait, you're not working uh, on oh, Sunday, yeah, so right, maybe, okay. maybe next year. Yeah, you know what? I, I feel shafted, and I also feel shafted because I realized why on International Women's Day are we losing the hour? Oh, yeah. Well, we're, it's so we're making it the shortest, one of the shortest days of the year, and it's the day that we all recognize women. And then I was like, when was, you know, if it's like, it's summer, like, oh, summer solstice, it's like the <laughs> rich guy day. So, you know, I'm just thinking. I, th- I think that maybe we should make International Women's Day on a on a day that's not, we don't lose an hour, and also maybe I could just have a little bit of a sale, just like a little leap something. Year? Well, I mean, <laughs> the 29th every four years. Well, no, so I only get like I only get it once every four years. Yeah, Damn it! It's like an anniversary. I mean, I just feel a little bit shafted, but <laughs> you can't I can't say it. shafted about Women's Day. Uh, okay, all right, you're right. Um, I also think that. On a, on a day like Daylight Savings Day, or the Monday after Daylight Savings Day, we should all get to go to work at the hour we think it is. That it should be. Right. So, because we've lost an hour, I woke up at 6 this morning when it was really 5. Right. And we're on right now at 10, 10 a.m. Pacific <clears throat> time, but... On a day like today, why can't we just start at 11 and mm-hmm. just all agree like, hey, you know what? It's like a buffer day. We're just going to we're going to do everything an hour later today just so that you can get a little bit of a, a ramp a up jump. into the. Yeah. Into the change. No, the crops. <laughs> Isn't that not, what it's about? That's not an argument anymore. The crops. <laughs> the crops. We have to look out for the crops. Do the crops really care about yes. that extra hour? I don't think they do. Climate change. Well, immigration. It, this is the last year. The we, crops. The, <laughs> yeah, coronavirus. The crops. Just coronavirus. Just, just drop the c word at any time. I know. Anytime. I don't know. <clears throat> coronavirus. It's a new trigger. <laughs> Did you see how people are trying to get out of traffic tickets by saying that? They're like, like no. a cop will come up to their window and they have a mask on and a sign. It's like I have coronavirus. <gasps> 
pretty genius. Oh, I got to do yeah. that. That sounds like a great idea. Well, you know, this might be the last year we're actually doing this in California. What? Because daylight Living or <laughs> being daylight's alive. Okay. I was like, <laughs> this could go either way. <laughs> <laughs> this is the last getting time tickets. we're doing this. They're oh, okay. done with police, Justin. They're <clears throat> what, what are they doing? Are they getting rid of daylight savings? So we actually voted in California to get rid of daylight savings in 2018. We did? Yes, because I was trying to think to myself, I was like, didn't we vote for this? Because every year people complain about it and say, we shouldn't, why should we do this? It's actually bad for our health. It increased the risk of stroke. And then people always go, the crops, like you. So that, Okay. <laughs> I'm just saying the crops. <laughs> so then I was like, I swear to God, there was a bill yeah, I that I, I voted that. for. For da- There was something about daylight savings time. And so I looked it up and we did at 63% of the vote, vote for no more daylight saving time. So I'm like, why are we still doing it? Right. And apparently it has moved to a different part of the legislation mm. in California now. It's it like at the sta- the state senate or some crap like that. And we have to wait for it to pass on a two-thirds vote. And then like, there's a few more hoops that we have to jump through. But they said if all goes well and it moves at a decent pace, we may not have to do this next year. Cool. It sucks. Yeah. But see, I like it in the summertime though, because it you you know it'll get like nine o'clock and the sun's still out, and you're like mm, more beach time. Yeah, then it's great. But yeah. right now it sucks. Yeah. And the only other solution I can think of is this: instead of doing one hour at once, why don't we just do four weeks of fifteen minutes? What? So, for like four weeks ago. We would just move it forward 15 minutes. Okay, I've got 15-minute adjustment, not a big deal. Oh, I see what you're saying. Then the following week, another 15 minutes, and another 15 minutes until today we've reached the, the hour. Like a build-up. Yeah, like a ramp-up. And, you know, a sale could come along with that. Once you get to the hour, you get a sale. <gasps> oh, okay, great. Like, it's like a, like a New Year's countdown. Yes. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so then we can have a little fun with it. Mm-hmm. Daylight saving sale. Come on, Amazon, get on it. Drop the subject. The new Channel Q. Lots to get to on today's show. Jam-packed. We've got the Monday Munch Report. I want to ask Justin Martindale about all the yummy things that he got to eat on the road this weekend. Mm. Um, What kind of an old person will you be? It's a (laughs) whole different conversation. Dolly Parton wants to be that sexy old lady that's still on the cover of Playboy. As she should. As she should. Yeah. That's not my lane. Yep. That's Dolly Parton's lane. I'd look. I would, too. I want to see. I want to see all of it. Is the legend true? <laughs> is she covered in tattoos with them big old boobies? Is that what the rumor is? Oh, that yeah, she's covered like whole, in tattoos? Oh, yeah, that she's riddled with tattoos. That she has like head to toe like sleeves. What? That's why she always wears long sleeves. Have you ever seen Dolly Parton's arms? No. See? Wow. Mm-hmm. Ooh, I can't wait now. There's a whole extra level of mysteriousness mm-hmm. to it. Um. Well, for me personally, I I was confronted with something over the weekend. Um, I'm developing a bit of a complex, or in this case, it's considered a momplex, because I'm realizing that I have entered mom territory very, very strong, and I don't have children yet. But I wonder if you have ever gotten caught yourself in a moment where you were in dad territory or just acting like a parent before you actually have kids. Oh, I did it yesterday in the airport. <laughs> I get I'm a, I'm a full on daddy. Tell someone to stop running? No, close. There was a kid, not my kid. Actually two kids. One kid was like by himself 
And I went over to the little kid and I was like, are you okay? Who are you with? And the mom came out of the gift shop and was like, sorry. And I'm like, did you just leave your kid alone? Yeah, like, This kid was probably like three or four. You're not even supposed to have bags just alone Just standing there. by himself. And I was like, what are you doing? She's like, oh, it's in the gift shop. I'm like, what? Who, you're in a gift <laughs> shop? Get your damn Sudoku <clears throat> puzzle and, and get the hell out. The second one, I'm wait, we're sitting, we're waiting to board the plane, coming back to LA from Detroit. And this kid is bouncing a basketball on the tile. Just and I just turned around, made eye contact. And you said and, Corona. No, and shook <laughs> Corona my, on I you. shook my head, <sighs> shaked my head, shook my head. Yeah, yeah. I just went no, mm-mm, mm-mm. and he looked at me and stopped. <laughs> but you have that dad power now. Yeah, I was even like, if you're uh-uh, not a dad. Uh, uh-uh, this isn't a basketball court. You stop. Yeah, this because... is public. And the mom was just like, and I'm like, oh, you awful woman. Yeah. Didn't want to even pay attention. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I guess that you've entered dad territory mm-hmm. in the sense of just judging other parents. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I'd be a great dad. I, I would be like, no. Disciplinary. Yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. But you'd also be a really fun dad. I'm a fun dad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I entered very I guess like more caretaky mom status this weekend it was my my wife it's my wife's birthday today but we had a whole birthday weekend you know leading up to it and we were helping her find out something find something to wear Mm because we were all going out to dinner and we found this nice sweater that went with these other jeans that had holes in them and I was kind of doing that mom thing where I'm like touching and them adjusting the outfit when I don't really need to. And I was like, well, I don't know. I mean, this sweater's like, <laughs> this sweater's nice, but the jeans are a little casual. But I think that, uh, you know, ripped jeans are in right now. Like I, the way I was talking about how ripped jeans are, I think that's the style is what I said. I think, but I think that's the style. And my friend looked at me and was like, Allie, no, that's super momish, like what yeah. you just said. And I was like, oh, okay. And then later on, my my other friend had gotten there and gave a gift to my wife for her birthday. It was like a little crystal. And so she opened it and she said, oh, thank you so much. And then I looked, <laughs> I looked at my friend Masa and I was like, that was a very sweet gift, Masa. Oh, my God. <laughs> You're a total mom. <laughs> like, momming it out. And my other friend <clears throat> and also looked at me and was like, Allie, no, stop up. it. Did you have a margarita with a non-salted rim? No, but I was drinking rosé later on at a wine at a wine place. That's fine. And I had that rosé sway. Uh, <laughs> I, was, I was, like, doing that total mom sway. You and, kids want to drink in the house? Yeah, but, no. like, it's like, I'm not... I don't have enough energy to lift my arms all the way up. It's mm-hmm. just kind of like limp arms of being, and then like a gentle sway of like, woo, oh, that yeah. was happening. And then at one point, um, I started, the Macarena started playing. Do not tell me. I, put, I will leave. I put one arm out and oh. my friend Brittany was like, stop. stop. Please, God. please stop. Thank you, Brittany. So- <laughs> oh my God, you almost started dancing to the Macarena. But I wasn't the only one. There were other people that were it. They were probably all moms, but yeah, still. Yeah, they were probably all moms. It was probably like, some of them were probably Hillary Clinton. Oh, no. <clears throat> I just feel like my biological clock went off seven years ago, and in my heart of hearts, I am the mother to a seven-year-old that's, that doesn't exist. Like, I feel like I need to start packing lunches for my cats. I don't know what else to well, do. your outfit today says otherwise. This isn't a mom sweater? Mm, well, <laughs> the boots, I mean, you're, you look like, you know what it is? 
You look like a mom in Colorado who just got off a horse. <laughs> you know what? I'm okay with that yeah, one. Yeah, it's not bad. I do think... Off-duty equestrian mom. I'm fine with off-duty yeah. equestrian mom because <laughs> I wanted a horse when I was a kid. Uh-huh. So as long as I look like I at some point have ridden a horse... Yeah, but what do I look like? Because I feel like mm. we're giving like mom-dad vibes today. You know, you look like... Uh-huh. Uh, Go in. Okay. Mm-hmm. The flannel does kind of scream Ohio dad. Okay. Where, and I think maybe it's also because I've got Ohio on the brain because you were just in Ohio, mm-hmm. but you've got kind of this backyard country dad thing happening, mm-hmm. but also you've got this broke back mountainy thing happening because cool. I know that you're a homosexual. Well, yes. <laughs> but it's also like. That's my buddy. We go fishing together, but yes. keep the cooler closed. Yeah. Timmy, why don't you go play in the woods? I got to talk to your dad. Drop the subject. The new Channel Q. Mm, yes, it's Monday, and you know what that means here on Drop the Subject with Allie and Justin Martindale. We like to get into the things that we munched over the weekend. I know that something specific comes to mind when it comes to me, but... I was going to say, like... Wow. Yeah. Drop the subject. <laughs> no, we don't. That's the irony of it all. Here's the Monday Munch Report. That sounds good. I'll have that. Yas, 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 yas. What are you doing? I'm blotting the grease. It's the best part. Let me see that. I attempted this weekend to eat a vegan, well not vegan, a vegetarian meal that went horribly wrong. Uh-oh. But first, I want to hear about your weekend because in in relation to food, one of the best things about traveling, even though I know a lot of people aren't doing it right now, <laughs> is the fact that you can taste the wonders of whatever city you are in. I mean, you are a comedian who travels all the time for shows. You are always going to new cities. And how much do you indulge and what did you eat this weekend that was your one kind of thing that you had to get in that city? Um, it's not like I have to get the thing in the city, but I, I do dabble. I was in Washington, D.C. on Friday. Okay, so I don't even know what they're known for. Steak? <sighs> uh, Something? I don't know. Trump steaks? Um, Steak with ketchup. Yeah. I actually had a nice salmon because we were at the MGM um, casino and hotel there. It's beautiful. So I had like a nice salmon with a really lame caprese salad. It was just like, you know, okay, I love a caprese salad. I love, I'm Italian. I love a good Italian like salad because it's like basil, tomato, and then the burrata, but they put it on wheat toast. And I was like, get this trash out of my face. No, caprese salad is just a line of tomato, basil, and the cheese. With a little olive oil. Nope. It's just on a plate. It's on a plate. Laid out. There's no greens other than the basil. Yes. And I want like a little bit of olive oil, a little bit of cracked pepper and salt. Mm -hmm. And that's it. I don't need your lame wheat toast. So then (laughs) I had, so salmon, the salmon was actually really good. And then Saturday I was in Columbus, Ohio, and I had... I was feeling a little Midwesty. Mm. It's in the Midwest, right? Ohio? Yeah, yeah. Yes. And um, go Buckeyes, which I found out was a nut. And I asked people, <laughs> I was like, what is Buckeyes? And they're like, oh, it's a small nut. So I'm like, so you're saying go small nuts? <laughs> and they're like, well, yeah. And I go, that's pretty gay. <laughs> 
<laughs> on stage, and they were like, I guess we're all gay. Oh, well, we're all um, gay. You've taught and us. Then, uh, so I had a nice like steak, but it was like two just little medallions of steak with like an endive salad. I tried to stay healthy, Why and are you I tried doing to... endive salads. Huh? Endives. Yeah. Endives are ridiculous. No, that's radicchio. Oh, you're right. <laughs> I remember when I was catering, we used to have we we did all that endive crap. I know because and people bit, love endives, but they're like it's really not that great. It's just a bitter salad. What did you munch? I okay. So we went out. Well, we we did a lot of stuff over the weekend. So I was eating a lot and drinking a lot of wine. But the the specific instance on Saturday night was me. Two edibles in. Mm. Going How to, many milligrams? Mm, it was five each. Oh, so ten. Yeah. Okay. And I was wow. you know, indulging in some rosé. Damn, girl. Yeah, so I was feeling it. <laughs> yeah. And we had spent... It was one of those situations <clears throat> where we went to one place and we're like, we're just going to grab a drink here and go. And then like four hours yeah. later, we were like, what time, time traveling. Eat? So we went to a tavern and I hadn't eaten any dinner, so I was starving. And then I was looking at the menu, and I was like, okay, all I want is a burger. But then I looked at all the burger options, and they had an America burger, which had, you know, like, avocado and bacon and yeah. all the, you know, all the stuff. Yeah, cheddar. And then, and Tillamook. And then there was a PB&J burger. Nope. Uh, why? What? 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 To what you? is a PB and J burger? It's a it's a burger with PB and J on it. It's Get amazing. out of here! But you're stoned, so of course you're going to eat that. Well, yeah. yeah. All of the everything yeah. that I was reading looked amazing and interesting. We got two orders of mac and cheese balls. Oh yeah. Which was yeah, still not enough mac and cheese balls. Then so I decided I was looking through and I was like, you know what? I'm going to try and be a little healthy in my high weird state of mind. I was like, I still got to try and and watch what I'm eating. <laughs> so then I saw the burger called the Forager. And it was a portobello mushroom thing with Ooh. cheese on it, and I was like, "Okay, you know what? This is still going to give me that burger fix." But I'm gonna—I'm trying to be a meat reducer or whatever. You know how mm-hmm. we we interviewed that guy with the fake meat, the uncut the guy, the uncut guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Out of context, this sounds confusing. Yes, but it still kind of fits. <clears throat> so I decided to go for the forager burger. I'm going, all right. So the, la- the waitress comes, and I was like, proudly, I'm going to order the Forager burger. And she goes, how would you like that cooked? What? It's a mushroom. And I was like, the mushroom? Yeah. And then I was like, am I high, or is she, like, what's happening? She's messing with you. And then I realized, so I said medium rare, because I didn't know what else to say. Yeah, when in doubt. And then I received it, the burger and realized it was just a regular burger with a portobello mushroom stacked on top of it and onion rings. And I was like, this is the greatest mistake. You're my favorite mistake. (laughs) Oh, that's so... Hoovered the whole thing down, ate the entire burger and truffle fries, cleaned my plate, felt like crap, like, did An hour you? late. Well, just because I'd eaten t- too much at once. Because that's what happens when you're high. Mm-hmm. You're just like, I can't, it's going to go away if I don't keep eating it and inhaling it in this moment. See, like when I got off the plane last night, I immediately went home, took a shower, and went and had ramen. I was craving Ooh, my yeah. Akuma in West Hollywood ramen. Mm. And it was like 10 chili peppers, hot <gasps> as hell. Yes. And I was just like, let's sweat Ooh, this trip out. I'm a spicy person, Me too. too. I love spice. Yeah, you are. I get that, Mom. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> drop the subject. The new Channel Q. Right, first, here on Drop the Subject, we're going to tell you how you can get in on a free trip. I know. I know. It might be scary thinking about traveling right now, but that's why you have to go to a beautiful place like Wyoming where there are 
is nothing but free Roman horses and rivers and mm. just for you to run through it and broke back mountain it. Yes, that is right. Broke back mountain it indeed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Channel Q is giving you a chance to win a spectacular VIP getaway for two to beautiful Picturesque Wyoming. Yeah. You and a friend will bask in the rugged natural beauty and amazing wonders of Wyoming for seven days and nights. Meals, flight, and planning, it's all taken care of. The package includes a stay at a gorgeous resort complete with horseback rides, Mm. rafting, hiking Mm. through Yellowstone National Park, and other spectacular sights. To enter to win this amazing adventure, just go to wearechannelq.com. Brought to you by Adventures by Disney and Channel Q. I can just smell that merino wool. The wool, like merino wool socks, uh, you're putting on under your hiking boots, like a morning dew. Yeah, just mm. something that's slightly breathable but supportive. Mm. Mm. Trip of a lifetime. <laughs> you are full mom today. <laughs> I really am. I don't know. I think something changed in me this uh, weekend. I don't know what it is. Um, let's talk about kids, shall we? Oh my god! Of course, <laughs> mom. Let's do it. <laughs> well, there are a lot of kids that are out of school right now because of coronavirus and spring break. And spring break, of course. Mm-hmm. And I, I can't. I can't remember the exact number of kids that are out of school in the U.S., but there are hundreds and thousands that are out of school, I think even in the millions, in in China. And they've been out of school for quite a while. Of course, this seems like a dream come true for a kid that doesn't ever want to go to school, ever. And... You'd think, oh, okay, you know, they're not going to have a vaccine for another few months. I've, I've basically got a premature summer here. But the... the, the um, the teachers and the faculty figured out a way to teach the kids remotely from home versus uh, via a new app that they called Ding Talk. And it was adopted, <laughs> which is a bad name, but yeah. kids could get lessons and homework from their houses. And, of course, if you're a kid, you're going to find some kind of a workaround. And this is where I always get amazed by the genius of children because I was never this smart. Somehow these kids figured out that if enough users gave the new app a one-star review, that the app would get booted off of the app store. So all of the kids banded together, and tens of thousands of them left horrible reviews. Reviews flooded in, and then the Ding Talk app's ratings plummeted overnight from a 4.9 to a 1.4. And I want to say this part. The app has had to beg for mercy (laughs) on social media and said, I'm only five years old myself. Please don't kill me. Yeah, exactly. First of all, what a weird thing for an app to say. (laughs) I know. (laughs) They're like, please, guys. I know. I'm an app. I'm an app. Can you just give me a break? I think that's genius. Way to go, kids. I never did anything that cool or genius in my Young years, really? No, I just I just did my homework and was a good kid, and I was like, oh no, work. You didn't like, do I pranks never... or anything? No, I never did pranks or anything. Oh wow, I know. Hmm. I did. <laughs> really? Oh yeah. Do you have a good one? I mean, I did the usual toilet paper and. Uh, oh well, yeah, I did that stuff. Greasy watermelon. What's greasy stuff, watermelon? Where you put Vaseline all over a watermelon and throw it in the pool and tell one of the kids to get it out of the pool and they can't. <laughs> And you just sit around and laugh. <laughs> no. And then learn how to do CPR. Yeah. <laughs> Drop the subject. The new Channel Q. Uh, yeah. Welcome back. Yeah. To Drop the Subject. 
I'm your guest host for today, Justin Martindale with Allie Johnson. And we were just talking during the break, during Stupid Love, how that song's kind of grown on us. Yeah, you know, it's it's it takes 10 times. It's It's been beaten into our consciousness that we're like, okay, we get it, we like it. And it's not even that I disliked it when I first heard it, but when mm. I think when you hear the first of any song, you're like, okay. Mm-hmm. And then when you listen to it a second time, you're like, all right, all right. Mm. And then now, I mean, this weekend we were we were driving it. You were like full volume that mm-hmm. song like three times in a row, so it's gotten to that point. Yeah, I kind of I, she's got me. She's got you. She's got me. Um, what kind of old person do you think you will be? I was reading about Dolly Parton recently. Good she, as you should. Yeah, I I love Dolly Parton. Me too. I always have, and she was making some comments about how she would spend her seventy fifth birthday because <laughs> she's she just turned seventy four in January, and. Somebody mentioned, well, they mentioned if she was going to retire. And she said, no, 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 I'm 74. I don't plan on retiring. Um, But I would like to be on the cover of Playboy magazine again. She said, see, I did Playboy magazine years ago, and I thought it'd be such a hoot if they'll go for it. I don't know if they will. If I could be on the cover again when I'm 75. And then she said, they said, well, maybe you could whip out the same outfit because she did it in 1970 something, 1976 Mm -hmm. or something like that. And she's wearing like a really, really tight. Yeah. yeah, And she's got her black bunny ears and her boobs are huge. It's a very iconic picture. It is. And she said she would be willing to break out the same outfit. She said, maybe I could probably use it. Boobs are still the same, she says. Uh. So, you know, back then it was like big boobs were the thing. Now I don't think they are anymore. Like people getting, people are more getting butt jobs now than boob jobs. Yeah. Well, and also like, Playboy's not a magazine anymore. Isn't well, it just like available online and they just have like wafy girls who are just like, I can't. They tried to do a couple of things to be a little bit, oh, 1978, that's <laughs> yeah. when she did the cover. Um, she, they tried to be a little more relevant. They they tried to change things a little bit by taking out nudity, full nudity. Yeah, And no. everyone was like, no. Like they no. were trying to be more like magazine magazine and yeah. everyone was like, no. Like they got they. Got themselves stuck in this, like, okay, well, I'll either be a porno mag or I'll be, you know, like a men's health or like something um, right, that's more right. content driven. Yes, exactly. <clears throat> they kind of wedged themselves in between so that if they picked one or the other, they were never going to win. Well, yeah, I mean, but honestly, Playboy was Hugh Hefner. That's the thing. That was the whole like jet setting, you know. Mm. Playboy, you yeah. know, who knew? But, but if they were going to do like a one issue, they could do it with her and probably sell a lot of them. I know. Like if they were just like, all right, she's turning 75. Just let her. Print out like 10,000 copies. They'll go really fast and just make it happy. Make it happen. But do we get Naked Dolly? I would love, yeah, that's what I'm not sure. If she's going to wear the same thing, you are going to see her arms, which is what you were saying well, I earlier s- in the show. I want to see if she's all like fully covered in tattoos, like the rumors have it. And um, yeah. I want to see. I want to see the uh, the the Jolines. I want to see the Jolines too. I want to see the boobs of many colors. <laughs> <laughs> boobs of many colors. Yeah. Well, the question, the bigger question here is, what kind of a person, an old person, do you think you're going to be? Because I know for me, it ain't going to be Dolly Parton old. And Netwar one on Instagram said, I would like to just be a general, general grumpy old man, which is fine, sure, but I. 
I mean, the, you can get more specific. Like oh. you have generous miser, you know, a person who has a lot of money and yes. will ne- and be totally awful to you in real life, and then you realize that she's given a bunch of her money to Habitat for Humanity or something. Oh, okay. There's I- also like war story grandpa. Oh. It was really Back fun. In my day. Yeah, like, and they're not boring story repeaters. They're like crazy story repeaters yeah. where you're like, you did what, Grandpa? That's always a fun category to be in. Well, the way that things are going now, I'm probably going to be agoraphobic, Grandpa, <laughs> where there's that house on the street where they're like, that's old man Martindale's house. And, you know, like, no. and I'll like, they're like, look up, look up in the window. And I'm just there with like yeah. the lace curtain just halfway across my face, <gasps> yes, just watching them. Exactly. And then they're playing baseball and the baseball goes over into my yard <laughs> and my evil St. Bernard goes, wait, is this just the sandlot? That's the sandlot. Okay, well, I'm going to be that You think you're James guy. Earl Jones? I'm James Earl Jones. <laughs> I'm going to grab my shotgun and be like, get off my porch! No, you're also that old man in Home Alone. Yes. The street sweeper man, where they're like, don't go near him, and you have that scary twitch in your eye, Mm -hmm. and then you end up just being a really nice gay. Ugh. No, because they have to, like, get to know me. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) exactly. Get to know me and, like, come in for tea and... You know what else I would take is, like, weird hippie grandma. Oh, yeah. You know, just, like, into crystals and chakras and all that weird stuff. With, like, a long, like gray braid going down your back totally and yeah. like shawls uh-huh. that from different countries that mm-hmm. i've been to over the years and you know just talking about sex way too much way too much and like in public but like mm-hmm. at getting coffee yeah and yeah. talking about menstrual cycles mm-hmm. and things like that the female anatomy yeah otherwise i'll just be like crazy gambling grandma oh don't just do that. like always in palm springs just smoking and, like on a hover round yeah yeah hey hey i <laughs> i just gotta win this penny slot <laughs> oh my god drop the subject the new channel q we're back here on drop the subject and you know being a lesbian when i heard about a construction project that was female driven you better believe i was on board and habitat for humanity and lowe's are they're doing something really cool and i'm on the phone right now with adrian Goolsby, who is the vice president of habitat for humanity and you are calling are you literally on a building site right now are you on a construction site I am on a construction site right here in Charlotte. It is hustling and bustling. Tell us about the initiative and what you guys are doing literally right this second. Well, imagine we have a ton of pink hard hats that are raising walls and hammering in honor of International Women Build Week for our Habitat homeowner, Latanya, who's a mother of three. And we're just excited to be here um, and to be a part of International Women Build Week with our partnership with Lowe's. God, I feel like such a bad woman. I didn't even know Women's Build Week was a thing. Well, what about the volunteers? Do they have any construction experience? You do not have to have any construction experience. What we say is that we are doing our nails differently today, and we're bringing our hammers um, in honor of International Women Build Week and to bring awareness around the affordable housing crisis that um, has impacted both the U.S. and the world. We're working across 235 sites um, with our partners at Lowe's, and we have 6,000 volunteers worldwide to build or repair nearly 540 affordable homes. So if that doesn't put a dent in it, I don't know what I, I know, right? Well, I mean, it is true that there are so many families that need this type of help. How are you narrowing it down? How are you finding all of these communities? Well, that's a great question. What we're doing, we're working through our Habitat affiliates, and they actually go through a full-fledged screen 
training program to find um, habitat homeowners. And these habitat homeowners, they go through a number of classes. They also go through certain type of screening levels, as well as they have to put so many sweat equity hours. We actually have a homeowner right behind us who's building alongside the volunteers um, in order to um, qualify for this home. And once they qualify for the home, at the end, they will actually have a mortgage that they have to pay. Um, and it'll be an affordable mortgage that's only 30% of their income versus 50%, which is the norm. That's so great that you're doing that because when I think about the home makeover shows, you're like, oh, this is so great. They're getting a new house. Can they afford this house that they're getting? <laughs> so that's amazing that you have an initiative to actually help them pay their mortgage. Absolutely, yes. Now, construction, I think, is a pretty um, overwhelmingly male-dominated field. Now, do any of these women who may have not been experienced with construction find themselves wanting to do it now, more so as a profession afterwards? It is. They are changing the status quo. What we've learned is that when women come together on the build site, not only are they learning skills that they can use at their homes or understand learning new skills for maintenance and repairs, but they also bring their heart. And what we've heard is that they say women are a lot more efficient on the um, on the bill site because we're very meticulous and very particular about how you know deep those nails are going to go and yeah. how we're going to how we're going to line up the wall so that it's very precise. That's what I've heard. But you know, I might be a little biased. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I understand. Do you feel like there are a lot of maybe single moms that feel like they're getting a little bit more self-sufficiency out of this experience? Well, when we look at International Women Bill Week and we look at the, the housing affordability crisis, um, it, it really does disproportionately impact um, single-led women households. And so what we're finding is that one in three are single women who actually have children in, uh, across the nation who are living below the poverty line. And so with International Women Build Week, we are really trying to ensure that we get um, our, our women and we get our women-led households decent, um, safe, affordable places to live so that they can raise their children and their children can be stable and they don't have to make a choice or a trade-off between health care or education or food or transportation. And so um, it is coming together. It's bringing our hearts. It's bringing those tools. It's educating women and empowering them to work together to give back in the community. And that's why we're here. That's, I mean, you're changing the world. That's incredible. Adrian Goolsby is the vice president of Habitat for Humanity. And where can people go for more information about how to get involved with this? Well, if you want to get involved locally, please go to Habitat.org and visit um, your local affiliate. And they will actually have information as to how you can volunteer because it's not just this week. It's every week. And then you can always follow us on hashtag build her um, on social media. And we'll have stories about um, all of the different builds we've had across the nation and worldwide, as well as pictures and funny stories about um, International Women Build Week. So feel free to follow us. Perfect. I've got a random bag of nails in my under my sink that, that I haven't put good use to, so I'll have to go over to Habitat.org and figure out how to get involved. Adrian, thank you so much for your time. Happy building. Thank you so much. Stick around. News that or lose it's next. Drop the subject. The new Channel Q. Drop the subject presents News It or Lose It. 
right, let's do this. Three headlines, three choices for you to make. Justin Martindale, are you ready? I was born this way. Here's your first headline. Jungle bubbles, stupid or awesome? (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Yay. Uh, two words I never thought that I needed to go together. Yeah. Jungle and bubbles. I jungle like bubbles. People just throw things in a hat now and they're like, jungle yeah. bubbles, yeah. make them. Coming to the stage, jungle <laughs> bubbles. <laughs> hey, everyone. Hey, guys, I'm Jungle Bubbles. Oh, my God, yes. Headline number two Amusement park puts creative spin on animal claw machine in wake of coronavirus. Ugh, I don't care, but I'm doing it. <laughs> Wait, oh, like one of those, uh, the toy things? Uh-huh. Okay. Headline yeah. number three, new study says men can smell when women are turned on. Oh, you kooky breeders. No way! Yes. Yeah, I want to know. <laughs> okay. I love pheromones. <laughs> I just love them. All right, Jungle Bubbles. The number of the Yay! Year. Yeah, you got all three. Oh, I didn't even re- register that. It's Monday. It's Monday. It's Monday. <laughs> We're all dead inside. Yeah. <laughs> so that's the number. Yes, that's the number. Drop the subject. The new Channel Q. Drop the subject presents News It or Lose It. All right, Justin Martinelle, we have a lot to news. Not that much time to news it in. You ready? Yep, let's go for it. Let's talk about jungle bubbles. I'm in. Okay, so animal and elephant sanctuaries are a big, big draw for a lot of people. When my wife and I went to our honeymoon in Thailand, there were a million different elephant sanctuaries where you could go. And then, you know, some of them are ethical and some of them are non-ethical and you have to do a lot of research. Well, there's one place called the Anantara and it's in Thailand and they're doing a new excursion called Jungle Bubbles. And I'm going to show you a picture right here, but if you can picture what hamsters run into you know those little hamster enclosures where you walk in it's like a big bubble yeah. it almost looks like a little igloo uh-huh. so it's that but for humans and it says I'm, j- I'm just going straight to the actual website because they're already offering this and it's an it's seemingly going to be a new trend it says discover the elephant outside your room and basically these bubbles are placed within a couple of hundred feet from the elephant enclosure so that you're spending the night just with a bunch of elephants around you Spend an unforgettable night observing Thailand's majestic elephants in their natural habitat from the comfort of your very own fully furnished transparent jungle bubble. Perched on a wooden deck above the forest, your luxurious bubble offers uninterrupted views of our gentle giants as well as the stunning uh, starlit sky above. No. No? Why not? It's too Jurassic World for me. Mm. And... Is there oxygen going into this bubble? I mean, and what if they stampede you in the middle of the night? Are you just like flipping around in this bubble? Well, I think it's it's a fair question to wonder what the bubble is made of. Yeah. Because if it's glass, Bye. glass can still easily... I mean, a, an elephant can destroy this bubble, whatever it's made of, yeah, with al- one foot. Right, that's what I'm saying. But also, I want one of these to just walk outside here. <laughs> just be in your own bubble in With general. everything that's going on, just like, hmm, I will be a full-on hamster person. Okay. I don't <laughs> care. I don't it care. It says, enjoy the cool comfort of our air conditioning nope. in your spacious bedroom and living space, complete with a king bed and a seating area under a transparent roof with your enclosed, non-transparent, unsweet bathroom on hand. Oh, okay, so you don't have... That's actually a great question that they answered, was do you have to pee in front of everybody? Is the entire bubble... Transparent. Wait, you're, how big is the bubble? 
I uh, need dimensions. It's uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? It's I'm on the website in Thailand, so it's probably going to be in meters. So it's uh, not even going to help us if we know <laughs> stupid metric system that all of us should be using. All right, let's move on to. Uh, uh, um, oh, they uh, they retweeted. Uh, Channel Q retweeted the page. If you want to see it, what these bubbles look like. Oh, great. Yeah. Okay. Perfect. Uh, there is an amusement park that is now using an arcade to mock the coronavirus panic by <laughs> filling its grabber machine with toilet rolls. Sneaky. Yeah. An amusement arcade hopes to slow panic down, uh, slow down panic buyers by making a toilet roll the star prize of their thirty. 30p and go grabber machine? Yeah, 30p and go. 30p and go? I don't know. (laughs) I just love how toilet papers become like barter tools. Oh, this is in Britain. It's 30 pence or something. Oh, 30 pounds. 30 pence of threepence? Yeah. Threepence for a toilet paper? Uh, Eddie Chapman has been baffled by terrified shoppers clearing supermarket shelves in the wake of the coronavirus crisis, Mm. and now he's come up with a genius plan to halt the hoarding at Chapman's Funland Amusement Arcade in Bridlington. So you can go and, you know, put some money in, and he just replaced everything, all of those, you know, gold watches and stuffed animals with just toilet paper rolls. That's what I'm going to say. Like, I just, I can't wait to see, like, some dude in a, like, long trench coat walking down the street be like, hey. You want some Charmin? And you're like, yes, I do. It's I, two ply. Oh, uh, do you got three? All right, man, calm down. This is soft as hell, man. You're not gonna feel anything. <laughs> All right. Uh, speaking of people in trench clothes, trench coats, let's talk about straight guys, shall uh, we? Uh-huh. Men can smell when a woman is turned on, according to a new study. <laughs> Uh, and you can hear it. It's nasal attraction, according to this study. Men can smell when a woman is turned on because of the aroma of her sweat, and they like it, according to a new study. Dudes were asked to rate women's aromas, swabbing during various states of arousal from hot to not, in order to determine the sexiest scent during research conducted by Arnaud Wiseman, Ph.D. In two nearly identical experiments, researchers first asked 17 straight female students to bicycle for three minutes. Ew, not in order 17 to year olds. Gross. No, 17 straight female students. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was like, this doesn't sound right. This is problematic. Yeah. Then the women watched 20 minutes of the 2005 erotic cult film Nine Songs, Ooh. followed by the researchers swabbing their sweat for testing. This, you know what, even if they're not 17, this still sounds sketchy. It sounds unsanitary. <laughs> so, but I want to know what they smell like. They I just like, smell like pheromone sweat. Yeah, that's what it is. It's all just pheromones. Do you have? Do you have? Like your your wife smells. I not mean, like bad, but, oh, like, but like you know, it's one thing I love about her. She has a smell, right? Yes, I smell good all the time. I mean, I believe you. Yeah, so because I know it's your hair product. It's my hair, and I also like to smell good. But do you think you're one of those people who naturally smells good? Absolutely. Like yeah. I don't stink, and if I do stink, it's very rare. Like it's like kind of hot stink. I like a good hot stink. Stinks can, stinks can be hot. Nice hot stink. Drop the subject. The new Channel Q. Producer Jesse making a great point that he has not messed up once yet. Yeah. And we're almost halfway through the show. Good job. Daylight savings. Realness. It really looks good on you. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure we spoke too soon. Oh, God. Um, 
let's get into what's happening with the 2020 election because I know that it can cause a lot of people anxiety and coronavirus is causing a lot of people anxiety, but there is another primary tomorrow. There is? Yes. And so the show must go on, go so to vote. speak. People do need to still get out and vote. It's very important. So without further ado, let's drop the president. Drop the president. So... A lot of important endorsements are coming through ahead of the next primary. And tomorrow there is another round of voting for the Democratic primary there. It's basically down to a two man race. We've got Joe Biden and Bernie Sanders. Tulsi Gabbard still. Oh, good. Technically in the race. She's only won two delegates so far. And she's barely registering in the polls. She has not qualified for any more debates. Well, that's a kick in the Russian asset. Isn't it? (laughs) (laughs) Ow! It kicks me. The states that are voting are Idaho, Michigan, Mississippi, Missouri, North Dakota, and Washington. The state everybody will be watching is Michigan. Sanders won it in 2016, but another poll for leading up to Super Tuesday showed that Biden was leading Sanders by seven points in that state. It's also a crucial swing state for Democrats in the general election because Pre- uh, President Trump won the state by just over 10,000 votes in 2016. He was the first Republican to win that state since 1988. So hmm. it's still an important voting day tomorrow. And leading up to that, Biden has gotten some more endorsements. He's gotten endorsed by Cory Booker, and he's gotten endorsed by Kamala Harris and former Bloomberg backer Representative Gregory Meeks. Uh, So these are all people of color Uh endorsing Joe Biden. Which is interesting because Kamala, if you remember, like went after him after busing. For busing. Yeah. Yeah. So it seems that they're making a choice between mm-hmm. the lesser of the two evils, which is what people do. I mean, that's what the, what it comes down to. But also, I know that there are rumors swirling around of who Biden's VP pick is going to be. And he made some jokes about, oh, I would love it if it was Michelle Obama, right. which we would all love. I know. But she just have no, I mean, at she least didn't care. she does not want it. She's no. like, no, I'm too smart for this. Yeah, <laughs> I don't like, want to do this. Yeah, no. No, but thank you. But I think Kamala, Kamala would be good. Um, or Cory Booker. I think either one of them I really liked during the early debates. So we'll see how this affects. I mean, there's so many different factors here leading into the vote tomorrow. I mean, people are not going to want to be leaving their houses. If they do, they're going to be wearing masks or they're, I mean, hopefully many of them have already voted from home so they don't have to go out and vote. But still, I mean, I thought that Seemingly, there were a lot of people voting here in California, but then, you know, some of the on paper results say that a lot of young people didn't turn up. So it'll be interesting to see where it lands. Agreed. (laughs) Yeah, I'm just like, here we are again. Like, get out and vote. Do your thing. Mm -hmm. If you don't, it's on you. Okay. Yeah. I mean, that's just do it. Just mm, go out and vote. mm -hmm. I mean, I will be very, very upset if coronavirus ruins this. Coronavirus? Don't F it up, man. Oh, my God. Mom's mad. You know, because this is a very important election. Uh Uh-huh. And just because you want to spread your little flu seed all over the damn place and infect everybody, everyone watch your damn hands. Mm -hmm. Everyone clean your damn face. Quit being nasty. Stop being a little nasty. Mm -hmm. Stop picking your boogies. No. But you can still pick your butt. 
Drop the subject. The new Channel Q. This is Drop the Subject with Allie and Justin Martindale. And chances are, whatever you've got planned for the spring and summer, it's been canceled. It's all done. We actually have breaking news. Uh, if you wanted St. Patrick's Day this year, nope. Ireland cancels all St. Patrick's Day parades nationwide over the coronavirus. Oh, I'm going to miss those and, Irish yoga shirts. But if Cinco de Mayo's canceled for coronavirus, <laughs> I'm going to be really mad. Like, we need a Jameson virus or something to come in to, like, actually officially cancel St. Patrick's Day. Mm, you know? Yeah. Not a coronavirus. No, no. Now who's need... going to puke in the streets? I know. Uh, well, those, you know, those drunk girls who they use that green outfit once a year. Yeah. But once a year, and they have that little headband that has little Irish hats coming out of it with the googly springs. This is what I think is kind of crazy because I don't think they would ever cancel a St. Patrick's Day over just a flu. Well, I mean, I mean this is pretty major. When And everybody when throwing Irish, up is not going to know whether it's coronavirus or the flu when or I, just being drunk. When Irish people cancel a holiday for drinking... <laughs> You know it's going to be bad. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, they're talking about Coachella being canceled. They're talking about, I mean, every big event that you could possibly think of. Yeah. Just, nope, canceled, gone. And 2020, then, the year for quilting. Well, that's a perfect segue, yeah. because right now on the Princess, the Grand Princess, which is set to be docking right now in Oakland. Uh, welcome back, all welcome you. Back. All Can't ye infected, wait to hug you all. Uh, right, infected passengers. Everyone's, of course, have been freaking out about what is going to be done with these passengers. They've been quarantined on this big ship for quite a while, and we'll get into what they've been doing on the ship, because it's actually really interesting. But here's what's going to happen. So it's literally docking right now as we speak. Mm-hmm. 19 crew members and two Two passengers are currently infected with the coronavirus. So their their goal is to ship all of the American passengers to military bases in that are based in California. And then there at the military bases, they will go to through a, another 14-day quarantine. So they've been quarantined on the ship. That's been fine. Now they're docking and they have another two weeks of being quarantined. All non-American travelers on the Grand Princess are going back to their home countries in charters. So right now they're docking, but for the past, I'm not sure how many days it's been, but it's been a while that they've been on this boat. About three years, I think. I think it's been at sea for three years. (laughs) I think it's Robinson Crusoe. Uh, Yeah. And so what they're, they basically stay in their rooms all day. Yeah. They don't, like, they have pictures of all these dining halls that are completely empty. The balconies are completely empty. Full on ghost ship. Yeah, it Why, is. A, which is, like, one of my favorite movies. It's kind of good. Go, ghost, ghost ship. ship. Have you seen it with Juliana no. Morgulies? It's like a haunted ghost ship. It's really good. Oh, really? But this is, it's what it sounds like. Empty hallways, dining rooms, just abandoned. Yeah. It's like that Les Mis song. Um, each day, they get a piece of paper delivered to their room so that they can select their meal of choice for the day. So what's nice here is that you get some free food longer than you anticipated. You get lunch at 11.30 and 3.30 and dinner served between 5 and 9, so it's great for the old people. And in your room, you get free room service, so that's nice. I mean, you can just drink your face off that's what I would all do. the time. I think I would for the first five or six days and then I'd be like all right I gotta get something done I gotta be a little bit productive what are you gonna do not well there are a few different things that they're giving them they're giving them actual 
like coloring books, adult coloring books, word puzzles, craft boxes. They're trying to give these people things to do so that they don't just go completely insane and haul themselves over the side. That's what I would do. No, if I was offered those options, I would jump off the ship. Oh, see, this is where my mom, my mom stuff is completely confirmed yet again. Because I'm like, wait, a craft box for making ornaments and beaded jewelry? Oh my God. This sounds like a personal hell of mine. <laughs> like, no. Uh-uh. Passenger like Anne Lang told Anne. CNN that she, Anne. that the Grand Princess has been handing out kits to help keep everybody busy. There are craft boxes for making ornaments and beaded jewelry and adult coloring books and word puzzles. But there's also another woman who, her name's Belinda. These are such cruise ship Belinda names. and Anne. Yeah. Well, I was just going, it's like, you know, they're going from San Francisco to Hawaii. It's a, I, I don't know if it was 10-day or 14-day cruise, but God. I'm sure it was a long one because they're retired. And she has already an entire sewing machine set up in her room. So she had already planned on doing plenty of sewing just on the regular cruise ship. Thank God now they've all been quarantined and she just has more time to make her, quote, double wedding ring quilt. Oh, God. This went from a princess cruise to a Shady Pines nursing home. <laughs> this sounds Awful. See, I, for me, I think it sounds kind of nice. Mm, just crafting. Just crafting. Belinda and Anne. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just picking out my 3 p.m. lunch oh my and my God. 5 p.m. dinner. Ah! And just... What do the dudes do? The, <laughs> I don't know. Because I, I mean, maybe there weren't any to begin with. Oh, one of them says that they're playing games on their iPad. One of the men. But God. what do you do when you run out of power? That's what I'm saying. You just plug it in and wait. And, lo- and is this adult coloring book pornographic? Oh, you know what? I don't think so. Not the image that I am seeing oh, on I this heard, CNN article. I heard adult coloring book, and I was like, okay. No, but you know what? I do have a great adult coloring book. I have several, and one of them, don't look at me like that. But There's one of them. Uh-huh. Some of them are really annoying, and it's just a bunch of paisley print. And you're mm. like, I don't have time for this. This isn't therapeutic. But there are other ones that are just filled with swear words and they're adult coloring books and they're just say like sea muffin you know like sea you know the mm. actual or you know they ha- there's a lot of words that I can't say on the radio but it's right. full of a bunch of really really horrible words and you can just get your anger out and color them with pastels or just save the time and just jump off the ship ah! Drop the subject. The new Channel Q. Allie Johnson here. Justin Martindale right next to me. Mm, We're hanging mm, with you on this mm, lovely Monday. Mm. First day since falling, f- or no, springing <sighs> forward. Mm-hmm. Fall back later in the year. And, during fall. Huh? You fall back during fall. You fall back during fall. Right. I'm so smart. You're so, especially with those glasses. I know. See? Thanks. <laughs> Let's talk about a new project that Habitat for Humanity is getting in on. And I promise I'm not in bed with anybody at Habitat for Humanity. I know earlier we talked to the VP of Habitat for Humanity who's doing something really cool, an initiative for women to participate for Women's Build Week, which I didn't even know was a thing. But they're also doing something really interesting with the homeless crisis. And homelessness, of course, is a huge, huge problem here in California. I mean, of course, across the whole nation. But Gavin Newsom, that has been his thing since getting elected. He's like, I'm going to tackle homelessness. I'm going to do it. And everyone's like, great. 
How? Right. And this is one of the projects that he was talking about, where their main thing is we're going to create more housing, more housing, more housing, more housing, and not just a big gymnasium with a bunch of cots on it. Let's try and get something that's actually a little livable and more individualized, right? Mm -hmm. So Habitat for Humanity started this, and it's taking place in my hometown in San Jose, up north in California. And they have created what they're calling the first tiny home community for the homeless. Yes. It's been years now in the making and it opened this past week this past weekend and the center offers on-site security, facilities for laundry, storage, community space. They've got like little bicycle racks hanging on the doors. They've got flowers lining the walkways and it's it's supposed to make it feel a little more homey. And this is what Gavin Newsom had to say about it. The work that was done here can quickly be replicated at half the time elsewhere. So I could not be more enthusiastic about uh, where we're going to be in two or three years. But I also make the point in two or three years. Now, this is where I also say you can only stay in this place for 60 days. Really? This is sort of a temporary solution. Yeah, it's it's not meant to be a permanent home. What are it's, you going to do in 60 days? That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. So residents will be able to stay for 60 days or until they can get into permanent housing. When, when and where is the permanent housing? says this is intended to have individuals become acclimated to being a part of a community, to learning how to take care of their units, their building independent living skills, et cetera, et cetera. I get all that. What happens after that? Are they going to have to go back to their tent city? For somebody else to move in for 60 days and like, like, what do you have to do? You, 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 you rehabilitate yourself. You get yourself clean. Sure. Go out and get a job in two months but then you figure out okay now i'm living in a little community i'm getting some friends i'm sort of starting to get on my feet i'm I'm, i've got a bicycle for myself i have a place to hang it i'm able to do laundry and then you get kicked out and relapse again like what do you do right like that's that doesn't make any sense that's what i understand that with the homelessness there's not a lot of solutions where you're like yeah that's perfect that Mm -hmm. all works out you kind of it's trial and error people are really trying to figure out how to solve this because it's a really tough thing to fix and a lot of people are I mean my wife works in mental health and she always talks about how you know there aren't enough resources for people who are um, you know have mental disabilities Mm -hmm. who are developmentally disabled and then especially if they do something violent they end up going to prison and then when they get out of prison they don't have a group home to go to and they end up on the street and then they get they don't have access to medication and then they're also interacting with people who are on drugs and it just it all spirals down but I'm looking at these little houses and I'm also thinking wouldn't people who are not necessarily homeless want to move into these at this point like this is also in Silicon Valley where people are literally living in pods have you ever been in a situation where you were looking for an apartment because I've I've definitely done this, where I'll drive by and be like, that's a cute little place. Hold on. Well, well, hold on a minute. It's only how much for a one bedroom? That's not bad. And then I go and I park and I walk in and I realize it's a senior living center or like a section eight program or something like that. It's like special housing. And I'm like, damn it. They win again. So I also just wonder if this, these tiny homes, what is the what is the process for figuring out who's allowed to stay in these and what the criteria are? Do you have to have been homeless for a certain amount of time or can you just be a techie in between jobs? Probably not the latter. <laughs> yeah, but 
but how do they determine that, right? Well, I mean, you, it's all I'm paperwork. I'm sure it's like you gotta you gotta be homeless, right? But how do you prove that you've been homeless for that long? I don't know, but like, how do you think that person's going to be better after sixty days? No, I don't know it's the answer very, to that. It's a very either. like catch twenty two. It's like what determines homelessness? Like, you can just go in and be like, I don't have a job and I'm homeless. Right. Okay. That's what I mean. Is like, anybody can walk in and be like, I'm homeless right now. Right. And what about like these little homes are they look to be about sixty square feet. I mean, they're very small. It's literally you have a little cot and it's just a place for you to sleep and then outside there's a little community. But what about families too? If you're right, gonna make a right, couple right. super sized ones, yeah. some sweet sized ones, because a lot of people are, you know, they have kids to support and they're they have they need even more money and more resources to do that. Yeah, and 60 days is not enough for that, even. It's like, what if you have, like, a like a woman and a child, you know, a baby or something like that? It's just like, oh, here's 60 days. Okay, now bye. Right, and then kids have we to deal answers. with moving and moving and moving to different places, mm-hmm. and that affects them into adulthood, and blah, 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 blah. And then they need therapy, and then all the resources uh. for therapy. Ah! Ugh, so, I don't know. I mean, I see these kinds of projects, and I'm like, this is really cool. And where is this getting us? I know this is a step in the right direction. I guess I just don't know what the next step is. I don't think anyone knows what the next step (laughs) is in anything. Or the next stoop. Um, It's crazy. All right. Well, next. (laughs) Next stoop. (laughs) You are so stupid. (laughs) (laughs) Drop the subject. The new Channel Q. I'm actually pretty excited about the top of the next hour because we are playing a game. We love games. That we kind of talked about Mm -hmm. last week. We've played Who Tweeted It before here on Drop the Subject. And when Britney Spears was talking about birds and how loud they were. They're so loud! They're so loud! We were thinking, hey, it might be fun to play Who Tweeted It with Britney Spears and Donald Trump. Oh, man. I have very different feelings about both of them. But can you tell the difference between the two of them when it comes to just... Insta rants or Twitter rants. This is going to be hard. I think it's going to be very surprising. Yeah. And you know what? We've we've eliminated any ones that have specifically mentioned, say, a Britney Spears song or, a, a, you know, Kofifi or uh, anything like that. I was going to like say, that. what about spelling errors? Yeah. No, I'm not going to give you spelling ah, errors. Man, I'm going to make it as difficult so as obvious. I can. I, I know. When they're using two instead of two. I know. But right now we have to get into part two of the Monday Munch Report. <laughs> That sounds good. I'll have that. Yes, 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 yes. What are you doing? I'm blotting the grease. It's the best part. Let me see that. I want to talk about eating while driving because they always say it can wait, right? With texting and driving. But with food, especially when it's hot and it's smelling up your car and you're going to be sitting in traffic for the next half an hour, you're like, it can't wait. Mm-hmm. I need to eat this hot dog or this burrito or this chicken kung pao chicken, yeah, whatever it is. And you sometimes compromise your own safety and your own sanitation of your body. It's mm-hmm. According to a new study, it's very dangerous and very gross. And I know everyone's got gross stuff. They're all thinking about what you know, what, how much we're putting our hands on things and touching our faces and things like that. Well, 18% of all crashes, according to this, are caused by distracted driving. The most common foods that people eat in their cars are... What do you think? Hamburgers. Burgers and fries is yeah. on there. It's a common drive-through staple. Mm-hmm. 
coffee and donuts, mm-hmm. and then candy bars. Uh, I was going to say sauerkraut. <laughs> oh, no, wait. Hold on. Sauerkraut. Oh, okay. Sauerkraut's yes. I was right going to say, yeah. With the Dijon mustard. Mm. According to the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, one of the most dangerous foods and drinks to consume while behind the wheel include hamburgers, donuts, even hot coffee. Dangerous? Yeah. See, I don't think a burger is that dangerous. I think a salad would be dangerous. <laughs> it says, are your fries worth, worth that much, Karen? Yes, Speaking Karen. of Karen, women are more likely than men to eat while behind the wheel. Yep. But- Happy National Women's Day. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> it's my cheat day. I, got, I earned it. But the There's age- only one point. There's only one point. <laughs> It's cottage cheese. What? Why are you eating that in the car? But the age of the worst offenders might surprise you. It is millennials. Oh. Hate to blame you for something else, but it's actually. Uh, oh no, sorry. It's not the millennials. It's the baby boomers. I'm sorry, I misread that. Uh, who are most likely to eat while driving every single day? I will say I have no limits when it comes to what I will eat or will not eat in the car. I I have prepared entire salads. I have put, I've done like a burrito and putting salsa on each bite of the burrito. Trash. Right. <laughs> I ha- I'm not like, oh, I'll just eat the fries. What? Why, are you, are, why are you a raccoon behind the wheel? Because I have been bored. <laughs> you just eat? That's mainly why. I'm like, what can I do besides just listening to NPR? Yeah. I guess I'm going to I'm going to eat nom on this entire burrito. And I think that there's some, I do think it's something about the way that it smells Mm -hmm. or to know that I have food in my car. If I, even if I'm not hungry and I've got something that I don't even like, like say craisins. Not craisins. (laughs) You said that you could have picked anything and you went with craisins. Why not go with like a goldfish or popcorn? I had to think of something I didn't like. The lesbian fruit candy. (laughs) Craisins. Ocean spray craisins. They're cranberries and raisins. I don't like them. But if I had them in the car, I would eat them. Mm -hmm. Because for some reason, it's the same as I think when you're transporting yourself, whether you're in a car, on a boat, on a train, on a plane, you feel like you need to stuff your mouth hole. I ooh see I'm trying to think what what my favorite travel snack is. Oh, those munchies. Just munchies. Do you know in what general? I'm talking about? The little munchies, the bags. It's like it's like uh, sun chips, Cheetos, Doritos, oh. but like the spicy ones. Ooh, is that like a road trip snack? That's like for a road you? trip snack for me. Or Funyuns. I, it's the only time I eat them. Mm, I'm a sunflower seed lady for some reason. I'm a on sunflower. The road. I'm a sunflower bee on a hike. Oh, you know, hiking foods. That's a whole nother mm-hmm. thing. Maybe we'll have to do that next Monday. This oh. is such a gay radio station. It's such what a are great... your favorite hiking foods? I like craisins and shame. Drop the subject. The new Channel Q. All right. Drop the subject back with your guest host, Justin Marndale. That's me and Allie Johnson. Now, are you a fan of Drag Race? Nope. Okay, well, that concludes this hour. Uh, no, um, I'm actually not not a fan. I just don't watch the show. Oh, see, I have not yet watched the show. Drag Race, to me, I've been with them from the get-go when they were on Logo. I have several friends of mine that are 
contestants who are making their living, making their coins, honey. However, there is a scandal, and we have several scandals. RuPaul kind of had the worst week last week. Uh, AJ and the Queen got canceled oh, on Netflix, boo-hoo. as well as the first uh, disqualified queen. On season 12. I did hear about the show AJ and the Queen. It's and trash. I, yeah, that's what I kept hearing. I'm sorry. So I was like, I'll, it's garbage. I've never seen so many people oh. want to like a show that sucked so it's badly. It's so bad. It was so bad. I tried to get through episode one. But here we are. This is season 12 of Drag Race, which just started like maybe two weeks ago. My dear friend from New York City, Jackie Cox, is on it. And I'm rooting for that girl all the way. Love you, Darius. But we have... Sherry Pie, based out of New York City, who is the first queen to get disqualified. So technically, she's the first one kicked off. Mm-hmm. Even though the show's already been recorded and it's been promoted and da-da-da-da-da, they haven't eliminated anybody yet. But this one is the first to be eliminated. Disqualified. Cannot go to the finale party. Shade. How, I know. Can I guess why? Uh, sure. All right. I'm going to guess. It was all over the internet. So if you get it wrong, I'm going to be like, really, girl? Okay. Really a woman. Mm-hmm. No. <laughs> and kidding. no one's been disqualified since Willem from, I think, season four. Was, Wait, uh, how do you say you've never watched the show? No, I've watched the show. Oh, oh okay. You've never watched the show. Okay. No, this is my fantasy football girl. Like, oh, okay, this is okay. my, like, I'm all in. Okay. So, let's get into it. So, Sherry Pie, whose real name is Joey Googly Moolini. <laughs> I don't even know how to say that. Isn't um, that in that movie, um, The Wedding Singer? Googly Moogly, uh catfished several people. Um, over the internet by posing as a casting director oh. and would tell these young men to submit some auditions for theater shows and even HBO scripted series. Now, this gets very dark because Joey Sherry Pie would send these guys scripts that he quote quote wrote Uh, like one of them was like supposed to be like a nightmare before Christmas on Broadway all this kind of stuff and it would tell these guys (laughs) to submit them naked in situations one of them had to even like masturbate in front of them which I think is just weird like if you're gonna masturbate for a part I mean whatever well I mean I'm just more confused at why it's the nightmare before Christmas well because he's a weirdo this is Jack Skellington's real outfit it's nothing (laughs) several of these other guys have also come forward saying they were catfished by Sherry over the last few years with the exact same story, same fake name of the casting director and were introduced to the casting director by Sherry. Crazy. The allegations went viral. Uh, Sherry could not address the allegations. In a public apology the other day, I think it was last Friday, she added herself and revealed the allegations to be very true. However, this is what's crazy because in true narcissistic form... Sherry Pie made it all about her and seemingly was trying to save face a la Kevin Spacey, Brian Singer, making it like, oh, I am i can't find love and I can't be my authentic self. I have mental illness and this uh... is about me. And World of Wonder, who is in charge of Drag Race, was just like, um, bye. girl, bye. You're not going to the life finale, which I'm wondering... How far Sherry yeah, actually God goes in within the, the competition? I want to because if right. she gets like top five or top four, even that's going to be scandal because it's like no one's ever been just disqualified. And with DragCon coming up, I'm wondering if she's just been like like Thanos. RuPaul is Thanos and snapped. <laughs> And Sherry Pie is just like, we don't even acknowledge this queen. Yeah. Because I'm wondering, that's a huge... Just completely cut her out somehow? I mean, you kind of have to. I'm like, you you, 
you exposed and exploited these men online and like didn't think that that was going to come back and like bite you? Yeah, well, I mean, I guess that's kind of what she wanted, right? But I mean, this doesn't I don't think it should reflect on drag race. Like the, how the, well, how are they to know? Well, because well, I mean, RuPaul does not want anything tainted on her show on her brand on her message mm. and she's looking for the next um, you know drag race superstar you can't have like that on you so do you think she won <laughs> no she no she didn't win at all but i you know she's definitely like leaving this competition with a with not a smile on her face mm-hmm. 10 miles wide yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Huh. so wow sorry sherry but uh don't be a garbage person <laughs> This has been or, Don't Be a Garbage or Person. Or change your name to Catfished. Ha! Drop the subject. The new Channel Q. Well, let's drop the subject on this lovely Monday with Allie and Justin Martindale. Justin Martindale fresh off some shows in D.C. and Columbus, Ohio. Yeah. Me fresh off of my wife's birthday weekend, which required a lot of drinking of wine and eating of edibles. Mm. And eating of a forager cheeseburger that I thought was only mushroom. But, but surprise, surprise. But surprise, surprise. I tried to be a meat reducer, uncut guy. I tried. Um, <laughs> he's shaking his fist somewhere listening like, to this. I'll see you in hell, Ali Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> if I do see him in hell, I'll have to be vegan for the entire afterlife. Um, all right, let's get into this game now. Yes. It's a Who tweeted it as a game that we've played once or twice before on the show? Ah. And of course... Twitter has been in the news recently because of the many things that Donald Trump likes to tweet on a regular basis, whether it has to do with COVID-19 or the 2020 election. Or the Democrats doing everything. Mm-hmm. Or Obama. He can, Or, oh, I could, I'm or, sorry, we only have a certain or, amount of time. Oh, man, yeah, yeah, who else? Bette Midler. Bette Midler, um, Meryl Streep. OAC. Tiny Pete. <laughs> Sleepy Joe. Sloppy Joe. Mm-hmm. Sloppy. Mm, I mean, sloppy I'm sure he's good. dug into a Sloppy Joe or yeah. two. Uh, he has conveniently made headlines because he has just been slapped with his first manipulated media label hmm. to a video that he retweeted. And the tweet was originally shared by the White House's head of social media, Dan Scavino, mm. contained a video that appeared to show Joe Biden saying, we can only reelect Donald Trump. Hmm. But in reality, Biden went on to say, we can only reelect Trump if, in fact, we get engaged in his curricular firing squad here. It's got to be a positive campaign. So he, of course, went on to say, why you should not reelect Donald Trump, but they manipulated the media. And Donald I'm, Trump retweeted yeah. it, and, and this new manipulated media thing is something that Twitter has just rolled out. And of course, the fake news is the real news now. So he, I'm sure he was like, mm-hmm. "Fake news, fake news." The media. It's like, no, dude, you effing retweeted it. You stupid. Okay, okay. I, <laughs> Cop, I it's okay. Take, I take a brush. Hold on, <clears throat> hold on. We've got Donald, I love my country. Donald Trump being crazy on uh-huh. Twitter. But then we also have a little somebody by the name of Britney Spears being crazy on Instagram. And she's a lovable crazy. And she also has a song called Crazy. Yeah. So we thought we'd do who tweeted it, Britney Spears or Donald Trump. Let's go. Ready? Okay. Here's your first one. Got it. It's freezing and snowing in New York. (laughs) We need global warming. That's Trump. You're correct. Okay. That is Trump. Here's your second one. Getting ready before a meal. (laughs) Who says you should be scared to eat alone? I know what I bring to the table. Best life. 
Agreed. It's spectacular. Oh, that's Britney. <laughs> that has to be Britney. Why? Because Trump just eats garbage fast food. <laughs> In front of people. Yeah. Uh, you're correct. Okay. All right, here's your next one. <whistles> Every time I speak of the haters and losers, I do so with great love and affection. They cannot help the fact that they were born effed up. <laughs> <laughs> this is a hard one, isn't it? Um, now I don't think Britney would say "born effed up." I'm gonna go Trump on that. I one. was born effed up. My dad, I blame my dad. It was Donald Trump. You're yes. correct. Uh, our president Good job. just saying you're born effed up. Three for three. Good for you. This is just a real lesson, and you know, you think you know some of the crazy God. things that he's tweeted, and then you're like, "Wow, all this too." All right, here's a really hard one now. Skinny jeans, here I come. <laughs> I'm going to go with Trump. No, that's Britney Spears. <laughs> yes, that's you're, Britney, correct. you're correct. I was going to read one about just getting back from the gym, but I thought that oh, would be yeah, even no, easier. Too easy. I always take time. Here's your next one. Uh-huh. I always take time to go to church, even on vacation. That's Britney. <laughs> How do you know this? Because so he doesn't well? go to ch- he doesn't go to church. Yeah, but he lies about being I know religious all the he time. He said I saw this thing where he goes, I love church. I go on Christmas and Easter. I go to the Sunday churches. <laughs> oh. oh, okay, the Sunday ones, not the Wednesdays or the no. Thursday churches. But was it before he got elected? Idiot. He I did he Christian. quoted Corinthians or oh, something, and it was two like, Corinthians. Yeah, not Second Corinthians. Yeah, two Idiot. Corinthians. I hate him. Okay. Living in blank is such a trip. It can be lonely at times. You never know who to trust. And some people can be fake. I have a very small circle of friends and simply do what makes me happy. Crap. Let the clever haters do what they do best. Hate. No, not clever haters hate. Uh. <laughs> Wait, what's living in blank? I took out the location because I thought it'd be too easy. See, it sounds like it could be Vegas because she had her Vegas residency mm. there. I'm going to go with Brittany. You're correct yes. about Brittany. But Vegas? she did say L.A. She said Aww. L.A. But I think wherever she lives, she's going to be like, oh, it's such a trip. Because mm-hmm. I think life is in general is a twi- uh, trip. Okay, here's your final one. Okay. I only have time for one more. Give me the... G- yep, thank you. I have never seen a thin person drinking Diet Coke. <laughs> <laughs> That's Trump. You're, it's all, you're right. What a garbage monster. That was a, I, that was a, I was a, that was a, I think that was a six for six, six or however six. many we did. Yes, Congratulations. Did. Perfect score. Oh, well, this I've has been. I've never seen a skinny person drinking Diet Coke. <laughs> but the funny thing is, is I'm sure he's drinking a Diet Coke while, while he's he tweets doing that. that, being like, I'm so skinny. Yeah, I think he even put a V in Coke. God, he's such a turd. Uh, he's a turd, and this has been Who Tweeted It. Thanks for listening. Drop the subject. The new Channel Q. Man, so many things are being canceled due to COVID-19. This is Drop the Subject, Allie and Justin Martindale. And uh, we've never Purelled as much as we have in the past couple of weeks. And I think this is just a lesson to everyone on how to be just generally more cleanly. I was at, you know, bar hopping and stuff this weekend. And every time I went to the bathroom, everyone was washing their hands mm-hmm. for so long. I was so excited to see everyone washing their hands. And I was I was also, I got um, irked because some people were like making a joke of it. Like, especially like I was at the airport 
which oh. is like, huh. And there was a long line, especially when you get off the plane, you go to the bathroom and there's usually like a line, especially if you're a, a guy, because there's only a limited amount of stalls. And some guy was like, oh, everyone's got to wash their hands and sing happy birthday twice. <laughs> sing happy birthday twice? No, that's twice. what they said, how long you should wash your hands. It's like if you sing happy birthday in your head. Oh, I was unaware yeah. of that. Yeah, well, now you know. I but like. Know. But like Thank I was you, just redneck. like, yeah, I was like, oh, look, this is stupid. We got to wash our heads now. And I'm like, oh, do you not? Oh, are well, you gross? That being said, though, mm-hmm. what are your rules for bathrooming at the house? Do you wash your hands? I do. Every single time? Not every you're in single house? time, but I, I try to. And because it's usually like I'll either wash my hands afterwards or I'll wash my hands randomly throughout the day. Like say if I'm doing really? if I'm doing like dishes or something or if, you know okay well, try, yeah like, if you're if like I'm right out, there if next I'm touching to it. I'm trying to get myself more aware of like touching things and faces and faces like I'm trying to like and I take Uber a lot too like ride sharing so I've noticed that people are wearing gloves in the car and like because that, that's what I was wondering it's like you know you get a lot of strangers in your car you don't know where they've been yeah well the places that I went nobody was wearing gloves or masks but everybody was definitely washing their hands wash your hands mm, wash your hands and of course everywhere I went it was pretty much empty because nobody was doing anything well the flights the flights that I were on, there was a lot of empty seats like I want to say in fact mm. I had a, man spreaders are so happy right now well I didn't have anybody on my seat on the or anyone next to me on the flight home yesterday, and then I didn't have anybody on next to me on Saturday. Yeah, and instead of reclining it, no, back, I you did, I did. I had that one guy who said I twitched in my sleep a lot, and I should probably get that checked. And I was like, <laughs> "Don't watch me sleep, bro." <laughs> like, what He's a like, weirdo! I'm sing happy birthday like, twice. Yeah. Well, yeah, I was like, you know, no. I'm twitching is because I'm in the, in a middle seat. I'm six foot four, and I'm sitting next to you, creepy. Yeah, and why you get a middle seat if there's empty seats? That's BS. Well, I know. Well, conferences, films, film holidays. festivals, holidays, sporting events. I mean, all kinds of things are being canceled. There's been talk of uh, Sherry NBA- Vine. <laughs> Or no, Sherry Vine. Sherry Pie. Sherry Vine, I love your Sherry work. Pie. Sherry Pie. She's gone. Um, but LeBron James made some comments about the possibility of NBA games continuing without an audience. And That'd I, be so cool. I, I kind of agree with him. This is what he said. We play games without the fans? Yeah. No, it's impossible. I ain't playing. Oh. <laughs> oh. I ain't got the fans. That's who I play for. Play for my teammates. Play for I play for the fans. That's what it's all about. So mm. if I show up to an arena and ain't no fans in there, <laughs> I ain't playing. So they can do what they want. It would to be do. kind of interesting though to be like, and he's throwing back a three pointer, and, and no one's there. It's just whoosh. it's so apocalyptic, but kind of amazing. Yeah. But at the same time, I'm like, oh, the fans really? Mm, okay. Like you say that now. I tell pl- someone like, I mean, <laughs> and then blood gets poured all over the the court. I play no. through. I play for the extensive salary and, mm. and yeah. Um, well, here's just a, some of the things that have been canceled as a result of the COVID nineteen virus. Um, and I will say, silver lining here. I know we have happy endings a little later, but. If you had an event that was not selling well or maybe nobody knew about, mm-hmm. great time to cancel and get yeah. a little publicity. Yeah. Because I'm looking at this list and I didn't know the Baloney Children's Book Fair happened. No, not the Baloney Children's Fair. I had no idea the International Ice Hockey Women's World Championship was a two-week tournament scheduled in Nova Scotia. 
But it sounds right. But it sounds like it. If I'm thinking about what's currently going on in Nova Scotia. Yeah, that's it. That's it. And that's a huge loss for the Nova Scotian community. It is. Yeah. No Time to Die, the film, the Daniel Craig final James Bond film, has been postponed until early November. Because people are dying? Uh, Because I think of where they're filming. Because they don't want to be traveling and everything during the COVID-19. Of course, we all know South by Southwest has been canceled. A lot of other conferences have been canceled, including Adobe Summit and the Google I.O. Developer Conference and IBM Think 2020. All of these really big tech conferences are all being canceled, which is definitely going to take a toll. But most of all, oh God, I wanted to share with you, please, I'm fragile, that Avril Lavigne's Head Above Water World Tour is not happening. Do not. This time you so much for my happy ending. How can we look to tomorrow? I know BTS also canceled their tour, but still. BTS did too? Well, they're South Korean. It's like Avril Lavigne. It's like, he's a Corona boy. I said, see you later, boy. (laughs) Drop the subject. The new Channel Q. Drop the Subject presents News It or Lose It. Oh, how many people have touched this bell? Oh, yeah. Wipe it down, girl. All right. Welcome back to Drop the Subject with Allie Johnson, and I'm your guest host, Justin Mardale. Um, It is time for News It or Lose It. Allie, I'm going to give you three headlines, and you pick which ones you want me to news and which ones you want me to lose. Got it? Working gonna, perfectly. Oh, yep. Cleaned, po- sterilized. When's the continue. last time you polished a bell? <laughs> Actually, not as long as ago as you think. <laughs> Same girl. All right. All right. Your first one. Golfer outcasted because of her cleavage. <gasps> cool. <laughs> <laughs> All right. This one I think is cool. Hatchet wielding thief steals <gasps> donuts, leaves cash. Cool. Yeah. I get cool ones. I mean, especially. I got claws. I got total coins. I have hatchets. New dating site launches for men with dinky penises. Ooh! (laughs) Yeah! Those are solid choices. You know me. I get you. (laughs) All that next. Three. So that's the number. Drop the subject. The new Channel Q. Drop the subject presents. Lose it or lose it. All right. Allie, you ready? I'm Here's some so ready. Stories. You you chimed in on all three of these stories, so I'm very excited about, about I, this. I can't wait. I've so, already forgotten them all because we you have, have stolen my memory, so oh, I'm excited for you well, to tell me. If you love golf, oh! I mean... Oh! Paige Spiranak, who um, is a golfer, and she's 26-year-old Instagram sensation, and she has a podcast called Playing Around. Uh, she started at the San Diego State um, and was in played golf in the Omega Dubai Ladies Masters in December of 2016. She's under scrutiny because of golf's hypocrisy, she says. And the reason she's saying this is because she was supposed to do an event. She was supposed to help out a charity. Uh, and was recently rejected from doing the charity because they, uh, she claimed that they told her that her reputation was the reason why. Now, she's very outspoken. She says, I wanted to help this charity out, and I wanted to give them free golf clubs. The guy wrote back and said, we would love to, but because of the way our board members view you, you can't help out. And the reason that they said this is because of her 
big old boobies. boobies. And uh, so she's saying that it's discrimination. They're calling her a slut and a whore. They're calling her a slut? Yeah, they're calling her a harlot. She's a female golfer. She is the harlot of golf. Um, she has overcome a series of tribulations in recent years, including a nude photo scandal. So that happened, too. And she learned to embrace her body and send a message to haters in 2018 with a Sports Illustrated swim... Sh- swims. That's hard to say. Swimsuit yeah. shoot. Well, she's really good at getting balls and holes. That doesn't make her a slut. <laughs> oh, my God. She says she took back her body and she took back her sexuality. And she's not going to let the man with the wrought iron tell her differently. I'll tell you, I do enjoy a good game of golf. And I get womanized by the by the guys there every single time I go. Well, yeah, they play golf. Look who else plays golf. Trump. That's what I mean. It's uh, like, yeah, and yeah, then they hire over. like those caddy girls. Yeah, yeah. Well, she looks like she looks. She's pretty hot. I'm not gonna lie. I like, mean, I'm looking at the picture through periphery, and she, she does look very hot. She blonde and busty. All right. And her second story, we have a hatchet wielding <laughs> thing in a. Busty, more like busted, a hatchet-wielding thief stole donuts and leaving the cash. And guess where this happened? What state? Florida. Nope. Close. Oregon. (laughs) A hatchet-wielding thief was only thinking about his stomach when he robbed an Oregon donut shop this weekend. Christopher James Forty allegedly barged into a voodoo donut location. Oh, I was going to say, I hope it's voodoo or blue star. Those those fruity pebble donuts and Mm -hmm. whatnot. I would I would get a hacksaw and go in there. He had a weapon in hand. James jumped over the counter and began stuffing a box with donuts. <sighs> uh, nothing else was taken. The big shop, which is <laughs> opened around the clock, confirmed to the paper that no one was injured in the incident. He ran away, but cops chased him for about two blocks and arrested him. The hungry thief left his hatchet in the shop. He was booked and charged with first degree robbery charge. So he he first degree robbery. He, yeah. You, you, How much is it for some of those donuts? I mean, it can't be those donuts for... are like ten dollars each. <laughs> Those are expensive donuts. Don't get me started. <laughs> but if you're stealing five, do- like if you're stealing a box of donuts, how much money is that that you're going to get? What, like grand larceny? What are you going <laughs> to get for that amount? Like you didn't even take any money. But he took. I love how he took a hatchet into a voodoo donut. Yeah. Like it's so like ooh voodoo. It's so on brand. It's very on brand. But yeah, bye. All right, and here's the one. There is a new dating site. It launched for men. Is this the Dinky D's? For small penises. Are they calling it Dinky D's? They're calling it Dinky One. No. Dinky One. Is that true? It's true, girl. I'm reading it. <laughs> it's a new matchmaking website aimed to combat penis size pressure by helping those... Don't Okay, first of all, don't put penis size pressure in the Mm-mm. article. No, that's condescending. By helping those with smaller phalluses find love. Dinky One was created to help guys who are smaller than average... <laughs> No. Dinky One sounds like the like lost Star Wars character. Yeah. yeah. I'm oh, no. Dinky One. Hello. Dinky One has to come along. <laughs> Smaller guys can use the site privately and date outside of their usual network. Everyone understands the situation, allowing couples to focus on getting to know each other and dating. Okay, date those with a member smaller than 5.5. Oh. That's the global average of a um, of a of a man's manhood. Yeah. They're eligible to join, boasting that 100% of the men on the site are less than average. So if you want less than average, and this woman said, hey, when you're dating a smaller man, it's very complicated. Some women like being with a smaller man because it's a little painful. So dinky one. Oh, yeah, there are some women who like that. It's a unique time for dating apps with Tinder recently warning users that coronavirus is highly contagious. Something to be aware of when trying to find love among strangers. Because even if you're below average, if you're a dinky, don't get corona... 
Stinky? <laughs> I don't know what I don't know what the tagline uh, of that is. I don't know about that, but I do know that I can't wait for the next leak. But oh god, but what's the tagline? Stinky one. Date below average. <laughs> Drop the subject. The new channel Q. All right. Drop the subject with Allie and Justin Martindale. We made it through another show. Yeah. It was a good one. It was a good For one. For Monday, we sprung forward. Mm-hmm. We talked about illnesses, plague. We talked about Avril Lavigne having to cancel her concert. That's what I meant by plague. <laughs> oh. We played a lovely game. Who tweeted it? Yeah, Ricky it was Spears good. I Trump. thought it was a great, solid show today. Yeah, I agree. And we had a nice guest on, the VP from Habitats for Humanity, building homes for people, having a female initiative for construction. I mean, how lesbian friendly is that? Mm-hmm. Um, and we talked about how I've already turned into a mom. We've already done the month that we've also done the Monday Munch report. All kinds of stuff. Eating in your car, incredibly dangerous. Something that I do every single day. I wonder how compares uh, compares with makeup, putting on your makeup in the car. Oh, don't do that. Oh, I do that as well. Full oh. face. Wait, what? Full face of makeup in the car while driving. Whew. It's an art. But I do it during lights. If the light turns, mm. I'll start with a nice foundation base. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Concealer at the next light. I've got my whole <laughs> thing. Um, but that's not the point. The point is that the show is ending and we have to give you our happy endings. Because we did talk about some... Pretty bummer town stuff today. Mm-hmm. So it's important that we try and find some kind of shred of positivity in all of this and give it to you. Do you have a happy ending, Justin? I am so glad you asked, Allie. Um, sure, the coronavirus is sweeping the nation. The Dow has plummeted. If you're living in LA, it's supposed to rain all week. So a lot of people <laughs> no, are really no. bummed about that as well. I know. It's a thing. Rain. So uh, if March. you're if you're losing sleep and you're not getting enough rest, hey, don't fret because my new TV show, <laughs> the Funny Dance Show, premieres this Wednesday on the E Network mm-hmm. at 10:30, right after the Soup with Jade Catapretta. So set your DVRs. It's really funny. It's comedians having a dance battle with each other for ten thousand dollars to donate to a charity of their choice. It's way fun, and I'm a judge. And it's a great distraction from the world falling apart. It certainly is. So watch the soup, eat some soup, and watch the funny Justin dance Mar- show. Yeah, yeah watch-, watch me. Yeah. I'm on it. Uh, and tweet me and tweet at me and say hi and all that fun stuff. Perfect. Yes. Perfect. That that is a shameless plug for yourself, but a uh, happy ending. You said happy ending, and I'm happy. And the show's <laughs> ending. Jesse, do you have one? Yeah. So um, Avril Lavigne <laughs> might have canceled her concert. <laughs> I'm still torn about this. Yeah, but at least it's not really her. It's just a clone that oh, was replaced right. in 2003. So yeah. Oh, that. that's right. Yeah, she has that clone. I forgot about that story. So did she really cancel her concert? Did she? <gasps> yes. I mean, I think she did. Was there even a concert to begin <laughs> with? Yeah, that's the maybe. That's the Black Mirror episode I need. Yes, an Avril Lavigne Black Mirror episode. What's yours? Mine is that we may have lost an hour of our lives this past weekend, but between COVID nineteen, Trump's tweets, and the plunging stock market, we didn't miss much. Yeah. So it's nice that we're getting the hour back later on in the year when things will hopefully be on the up and up. I like that. Me too. Um, tomorrow we have the Segway Wars coming back to drop the subject, and James Simmons joins us in studio. You, I'm sure I will see before you know it. Oh, yeah. yeah. I don't think this week, though. I think maybe next week or, or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On the horizon. Yes. Uh, all right, and if you missed anything, check out the podcast on radio.com, on the app, 
or wherever you find your podcast. Just type in "Drop the Subject." You'll find us. You can rate and subscribe and give us a little like. And we'll see you tomorrow. Bye. Bye. Drop the subject. The new channel cue.